the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Streaming globally at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. yesterday began to carry out strikes against Iran-backed terrorist militias and Iranian military targets in Iraq and Syria. That's all in retaliation for that drone strike that killed three Americans last weekend. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. Based on uh, a clear, irrefutable evidence that they were connected to attacks on U.S. personnel in the region. Uh, The Department of Defense is in the early stages of battle damage assessment, but we believe that the strikes were successful. Congressman Mike Gallagher says the U.S. is under threat every day from Chinese-backed hackers. Every single day, our critical infrastructure, and I'm not just talking about a DOD network or a nuclear command and control site. I'm talking about your local water utility is under attack from a variety of cyber actors, foremost among them the Chinese Communist Party. This is SRN News. There are no words to describe it. The isolation, the boredom, the loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. There are no words to describe it. The isolation, the boredom, the loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go and is likely to be bumpy. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. If you're going to fix complicated problems, you have to learn how to fix simple problems first. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening to us today on The Biz, um, where it is, how warm is it outside? It has been pretty darn nice out there for, for quite some time. When we were here last week, it was nine, it was actually nine below zero. Now it is 30. Uh, and looks like it's heading to 45 by midweek this this coming week. So thank you so much for uh, for being with us uh, uh, today. And uh, 
maybe even I so I was driving over to campus I drive by oh probably three or four different uh not really uh fraternities but places where we know there are a lot of students old you know houses here on the south side of St. Cloud and it was pretty clear one of them had set up to uh, be outside last night there was uh, evidence of substantial um of, of substantial merrymaking um, out out in front of this house that I drove by as I come in. And I've driven by that house for going on 40 years now. Uh, and um, and it just, it, it, it looked like it was April, not, not January. Um, so so that, that's fantastic. Um, had a few chances to give some talks this week. Uh, uh, and um, one in particular that I really enjoyed doing one of them was fairly quick i have a there was a certain there's a service group here in st cloud and i love these the only problem is you get so i'll tell you this one this was kind of a funny story um so i'll get invited to do like a kiwanis or a rotary or sertoma uh an exchange club one of those types of organizations i i love doing them um and I sort of hold them to I, with the exception of one particular Rotary group that I, I, I'm I'm very fond of. I typically tell them you get one a year uh, at, that I'll do. I just because there there's too many otherwise. I, I end up doing somewhere between 25 and 35 talks a year on average, and in some years, particularly when recessions are either expected or we're in the middle of one, that number will pr- push up over 40. Um, and again, I love doing them all, uh, a lot of fun. Um, the, the organizers will say, Hey, just do a local economic forecast. I've got a canned set of, of slides I use that I, you know, every month I'll go in and I'll usually delete four or five slides, throw in four or five new ones. So that, so that it feels fresh. And then if I get a special request from someone, it's like that they're interested in a particular topic. I'll put something in just for them. And so this one, they asked me to do AI. What's the impact of AI? And as you know, here on the show, I like talking about AI. So it was like, oh, yeah, okay, great. And so I wrote up an extra five, six slides for that. And the way these lunch talks work, right? They have you in, you have a lunch, they have, they have, um, they have a little business they do, some announcements, they show you new guests. And so now it's about 12.30 or 12.35, and the requirement when you're doing one of these is get everybody back to work at 1. So you keep your eye on the watch, and you just look go, okay, how much time do I have left? How long do I have to talk? So I look. They get me up. It's probably a little after 12.30, and I've got – and I'm pretty good at this. I made sure that the – that the stuff on the local economy was less like about eight slides and eight slides, nine slides. And I had five extra slides to do AI. So I bang through the first eight slides. It takes me about, takes me about 12 to 14 minutes to do it. I check the watch. I'm in pretty good shape. I've, it's about 1245, 1247. And I'm like, so I'm going to transition to the next part that, that, this person asked me to, I'm not going to give his name, um, possibly he's listening, to do. And sure enough, if I don't get questions about the slides, about the local economy, about the national economy, and I answer those questions, and the guy that run, runs the meeting, who's a very good friend of mine, um, I see starting to stand up. I'm like, oh, my goodness, we're not going to get to the AI stuff. And he says, five minutes. We whip through the AI stuff. I mean, I mean, go through it all. Any questions? Yes, but not about AI. It's about the stuff I did before. So I kind of think I'm pretty interesting. But if you have me do some extra stuff and you only, and then you cut it down a little bit, uh, the people who did the AI stuff get it's a little short. Anyway, that's that's fun. And uh, and I do have I do have a website Banyan.net, which uh, is kind of kind of old. It needs to be refreshed, but. Uh, it has the way to get hold of me if you're if, if you're interested in 
if you're interested in these things or, or where I speak or how I speak and, and what, we, what we could do, uh, happy to do that with you. Um, the, other, the other one was a larger group. This was down in Rogers at a major company down in that area. The, the, the room they had us present in was, was really a nice conference-style room. It's as good as any as in any uh, city, gov- any government center, which is frequently where I go to when I'm traveling up and down 10 or 94 doing these talks. Uh, and and uh, this one got, this one, I threw an extra slide in talking about, about this particular topic that I want to hit today. And I was impressed upon this by a, by a slide that had been put up by... Uh, Bruce Melman. Now, Melman is a is a political consultant. He also does business consulting because anyone does political consulting does business consulting too because that's where the money is. Uh, and I mean, it is. That's where the money is. So they do this. And so this was a slide set. I actually have to go find my slide set, my, my slides here. So forgive me. I'm going to turn my head a little bit. I hope I can stay reasonably on the mic while I do this. Um, but the the slide was basically basically this point why do we feel like the economy's bad when when objectively the data would tell you it's not cuz you're getting now more and more the insistence from um i'm going to use the term legacy media but also the online media by and large um not the not the Breitbarty, um, OAN um, set, but the others would tell you that that by and large the uh, the economy is doing. Let me. I'm pulling up the slide here. That the economy is doing pretty well. So let me give you sort of a feel for what I'm talking about here. Um, all right. What the heck happened here? Hmm. Well, that doesn't work. All right, never mind. Um, but if you take a look at the data, where people don't don't feel like things are going altogether that well, and yet when you get presented with data like we got this week, it's kind of hard not to do that. Not to say, well, the data actually looks pretty good, and I'm not even talking about missing on a recession forecast. That's not even the half of it. Tick through things like, I mean, I heard, um, I heard, I'm not going to name this person. You would recognize his name. He's, he's online quite a bit. He's on television from time to time. Um, a, a relatively well-known center-right commentator who took the data of the week and said, see, people are still falling behind. Some of it was not understanding the difference between real and nominal GDP, which I guess I'll have to explain again. And it just showed a level of confusion. In his case, I think it just showed a level of confusion. But the confusion comes from the fact that, that, that you know, it gets into this idea of there being like a, what was the term that the young people are using? A vibe economy, and in fact, I actually will hear. I actually heard that. I think it's in one of my clips today, of a vibe economy. Right. No matter what the economic data says, the vibe is bad, or the vibe is good. I've been experiencing this here up in the St. Cloud area with our quarterly business report. Our business leaders report how their businesses are doing. But we don't ask them for numbers. We just tell, give me, give me sort of a, is it better than it was three months ago? Is it worse than it was three months ago? Or is it about the same? And for the next six months, do you think it's going to be better, worse, or about the same? Those are feelings questions. They're not asking you for data. But those feelings are real because at the end of the day, just as, as John Maynard Keynes once said, investment and and entrepreneurship and, and and all of the things that lead to eat that lead to economic growth to expanding incomes expanding wages and so forth 
rely in no small part on what Keynes called animal spirits. My best example, I've used it in classrooms for many, many, many years. When I was 18 years old, I grew up in a neighborhood in Manchester, New Hampshire, that was by and large working class. Most of the families that lived around us were French Canadians, Catholics. Um, Their families had lived in Manchester now for two to three generations. We were were Protestant. My dad's Armenian. Uh, We were a different looking family and, and different. But I grew up in that neighborhood. When I had, and many of my friends got married at a very young age. 17, 18, 19. My first wedding happened at at 22, and people said I'd waited. But then again, that's the 70s. Nowadays, people are waiting much longer. But that's a different conversation. One of my friends gets married at 17, just before his 18th birthday. I'd grown up with this guy. We had walked together to a corner store at at the end of the street that we grew up on. He and his brother, who are even who's even younger than me, younger than 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 me and and my my best friend growing up, end up buying the corner store. Remarkably, that's 1975. Right, something pushed them to go to mom and dad. They. Mom and dad both worked. Mom worked in a textile plant. Father was a carpenter. They went to mom and dad and said, said, we need to, we want to, we want to buy, we want to buy, uh, we want to buy the store away from uh, the owner, Lenny. We all called him Lenny. Okay. Well, I wanna, we want to buy Lenny's store. And they invested in it. And I always wondered to myself, what moved that family textile worker, carpenter, to go into the grocery business. And by the way, 50 years later, both successful grocers, now both retired, but very successful in the business, um, was a great investment for them. But I think to myself, you're 19, he's 19 years old, his kid brother is 17, about to turn 18. And they're buying a grocery store. What does that? That's when people talk about a vibe economy. To me, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about that connection that that says to you, yeah, I can invest now or no, I can't invest now. I can I, I can open a new business. I can go to school and get a degree and get a different kind of job. I can lead a different kind of life. That's what's meant by vibe. And there's something about vibe right now that that feels strange, and this is the milieu in which in which uh, a president's going to run for re-election, and I want to focus a little bit on that today because I think it tells us a lot of story. I, this is not about about the Biden re-elect campaign, I, about which my opinion doesn't matter one bit. But I want you to think about how we're thinking about where the economy is and how you're receiving messages about it. I want to do that this hour here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? 
That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now. 800 846 2124. 800 846 2124. 800 846 2124. That's 800 846 2124. Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Reading is Fundamental invites you to visit rallytoread.org today to learn about our reading campaign. Join the pledge to read 100 books, hear your child's favorite authors read their books, and find activities to keep young readers motivated. Teachers can also enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school. Subject to rules, visit rallytoread.org today. You need to call the police, you need to call your father, and you need to get you and your son away from this guy. I want to fix it. That's why I want to sell my home, and I just want to be no, able to No, 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 honey, honey, we don't need to call a realtor. You and your son are in danger. Direct. Honest. The Ramsey Show. Weekdays 1 to 4. Welcome back, King Banging Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for uh, being with us this morning. Kind of a gray day outside, but uh, warm. Um, just pretty remarkable. I was dry, I was at a, a dinner uh, a couple nights ago outside of St. Cloud, out, out into Benton County, and uh, I have to tell you, the, the drive back in, it just, again, it feels like April. Um, <laughs> the... the the fog coming off the uh, off the it's a fairly uh, wet part of the county out there, uh, and um, yeah, the the land is kind of low. And my goodness, there was a lot of fog out there. A sixty mile an hour road that I could barely do forty on. Uh, it was so it was pretty rough. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to call six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So the big news of the week, let me pull up the uh, economic calendar for you. Um, last week, uh, Thursday was the big day. The GDP number was forecasted to come in right around 2.0. And indeed, the, the guest, um, Brian Westbury from First Trust, uh, had a forecast at 2.1. And that was that's what everybody thought it would be. But nope that's not what turned out what turned out was we had we actually had a we actually had a gdp number at 3.3 percent uh for q3 much higher than average much higher than expected in other words real gdp rose 3.3 percent increases in consumer spending exports state and local government spending non-residential fixed investment um, government spending, private investment, and residential fixed investment. So let me let me go pull up. A, I need to pull up a table for you, so I can. Which means I need a I need to pull up an Excel spreadsheet. There we go. Uh, for you, but the but the the numbers underneath it were actually even more positive, I think, than than we expected. Um, so if you looked at contributions to real GDP. Uh, personal consumption expenditures contributed 1.9% of the 3.3. They grew at about 2.8%. And if you net it out the impact of, of, of automobiles, 
automobiles fell, but only very slightly. In fact, the the drop in auto sales, I think, was was part of the surprise because everyone thought that number would be a bigger drag based on other reporting that we had received at that time. But that actually dropped less than less than expected. Uh, but durable goods uh, contributed uh, a little less than than the big number. But remember. The 4.9% growth of GDP in Q3 was the impact of um, was the impact of of uh, inventories on 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 sales. We thought inventories were going to contribute a lot, and so we thought it's possible that inventories would have some subtraction from GDP in in Q4. They didn't. They were they were effectively zero. No change in the inventory stock between Q3 and Q4, which is interesting because, again, just the day prior, Standards and po- Standard & Poor came out with the Purchasing Manager Index for Manufacturing for the U.S. Their flash estimate came out, which showed that stocks were still increasing. And so I had wondered if might, there might be a positive impact there. But that, in fact, didn't happen. What happened instead was, was that uh, uh, final sales to, d- to domestic purchasers rose rose um, by by two point seven percent, which is a pretty good number, and to private domestic purchasers by two point six percent. So final sales to domestic per- product up three two. What those numbers that I've just read to you mean is. These are pretty well-lasting numbers. So instead of a 4.9 to a 3.3, I had was thinking to myself, I look at final sales of domestic product, which came in at three at, at a 3.6 in Q3. For it to hang in there at 3.2 in Q4 means that you had four very solid quarters of growth in 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 the economy. This is on a this is again on a real basis. And again, it's very preliminary, so I can hear you like, well, wait till those revisions come out. They'll make those numbers a lot smaller. Okay. Um, let me talk about that a second because I, I, I heard that and I wanted to go back and read to you um, read to you the, 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 the information on, on revisions uh, because they actually don't cause a change that's, that's that big. The revi- average revision, okay, so this is the mean average error between the advance report to the final, the third or final report, is six-tenths of a percent. Okay, six-tenths of a percent. So if you want to tell me that 2.7 is going to change your mind about the economy versus 3.3, three, that's fine. But th- you're going to need a revision that's much if if we give you an advanced number that's 3.3, three, the, the range of possible outcomes is about plus or minus half a percent, six-tenths percent when you get to the final, the third and final number that we won't actually have for another two months will happen. And that's based on all of the, all of the first and second and third releases going back to 1996. So... I think there's I, I will there be revisions? Of course there always are. It's not going to change from three point three to one point three. And it's unlikely to go all the way to two point three. It's more likely it's more likely if there's a significant negative revision, it will take us from three three to a, a maybe a two seven or two six. That would still be pretty solid. And those, even that would be above where the market expected GDP to go. So where did that come from? Again, first of all, we saw that in, we saw that we did not have a rundown of inventories, as I had thought we might have after the huge inventory spike in the third quarter. That didn't happen. If you looked, if you let me, let me, let me open up this piece here healthcare healthcare spending continues to be strong um although it's back at levels that make more sense and in 2022 q4 2022 and q1 2023 those numbers were three times the size in terms of the net positive impact 
on GDP relative to where they are now. Those numbers feel more normal. In terms of uh, services, that's in terms of services. Non-durable goods typically float around 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 one, two tenths, three tenths. They've been a little elevated, uh, running around a contribution of five, four to five tenths of percent, but not huge. Fixed investment continues to grow at the rate you would expect. Um, within that within that category, particularly information equipment processing actually gave us a positive contribution after being negative the last four quarters. So that was some of the increase. Who knows if that's something catching up or so forth. Residential housing, which with rates as high as they are, you would think would be declining, didn't. So we haven't seen a decrease coming out of housing. And interestingly, um, the level of imports coming into the U.S. economy uh, which is a subtraction. Okay, say so we'll spend money on goods, but for it to count in domestic production, it actually actually spent on on U.S. made stuff versus foreign made stuff. And that number, you know, that number was a subtraction. It always a subtraction, but it turns out the subtraction was only one quarter of one percent versus a half a percent the previous quarter. Are you getting the point? Up and down the GDP report, up and down the report, it did it did fairly well. And we haven't even gotten to the inflation numbers. And we'll get to those right after these messages. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-320-7171. That's 800-320-7171. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots, Arby's Computer Service. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. 
They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for uh, being with us today. Um, there's a, there's definitely a, a, a desire of uh, any presidential administration, but particularly as it approaches the possibility of re-election, that it wants to tout whatever is good news. And... There was no way to read this report other than that it was good news. If I look at the, it, if I go and look at the, uh, the GDP data, right? Uh, if I look, if I look at the, uh, excuse me, the uh, GDP data as it relates to the personal consumption expenditure index. On the headline number over the four, the fourth quarter came in with 1.7 after a 2.5 and a 2.6 in quarters two and three. If I look at it excluding food and energy, the core PCE number that the Federal Reserve tells us is their key measure for understanding inflation. Here's the four quarters of 2023. 5.0, 3.7, 2.0 and 2.0. So you can't blame, I think, the folks who live in the White House or work in the White House when they go out to say, well, why can't we catch a break here? Why are you guys not giving us any credit? Indeed, uh, uh, yesterday at, uh, I'm not sure where he was when he made these remarks, President Biden had, had comments here. Let's just play this. Cut number seven. So some forecasters thought a recession last year. Uh, nope, that's that's not. Which one is Biden then? I, I had him as number seven. Oh, oh, he's at eleven. Okay, go ahead and play eleven then. Just last week, we saw the biggest jump in thirty years, and how positive consumers are feeling about the economy. Things are finally beginning to sink in. We passed a lot of really good legislation. We knew it was going to take time for it to begin to take hold. But it's taking hold now and turning the economy around. So if you read, so this consumer sentiment soared 13% in January, according to uh, to the University of Michigan uh, survey director, Joanne Sue. Um, Sharp increase, so that's two months in a row, right? So 27% surge in the short-run outlook for business conditions. 14% 14% gain in current personal finances. Um, is I, year ahead inflation expectations have plunged now so that they're now down at 2.9%. Um, and that is the lowest reading since December of 2020. Um, the University of Michigan's consumer, um, hmm, the consumer sentiment rep, uh, number uh, that came out, the the consumer sentiment number is typically biased up by about a half percent. So if it's at 2.9, that might mean that underlying expectations are more, what I mean by that is when the PCE, core PCE inflation is at 2%, that expectations number is usually closer to 2.5%. Um. I don't know that I want to think about why that happens. I don't have a great explanation for that. Um, but that collectively means that 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 collectively means that the inflation forecast has to the inflation numbers are beginning to line up for them. And yet, all we're hearing they hearing is time and again well our numbers are great but we're not getting credit for this because people continue to feel um negative about about what how the economy is doing let me um let me let let's examine a couple things right um the uh 
if you look at if you look at what happened though, fifteen percent of consumers um, right now have had have decided to start resuming pay, resume payments. Um, those who have resumed payments, you're asking them how are they doing it. Uh, how are they doing it? The okay, many of them supposedly began spending less in October of 23. This was another University of Michigan survey that came out on the same day as the, the, the uh, on Friday, just as um, just as uh, this consumer sentiment report that Biden was talking, President Biden was talking about. About 40 percent say that they are spending less. 30 percent say they're spending the same and just saving less. And about 17 percent are saying that they're borrowing more money as a whole. Um, and and so 8 percent, 8 percent of consumers out there have reduced their spending overall. 8 percent have reduced their spending because of student loan numbers, according to the survey. So it's not having that big an impact, I think, is interesting. But partly it's not having an impact because of savings. And I only bring this up because the data on savings in the, in the report shows that the savings rate has, in fact, dropped uh, substantially. Uh, disposable personal income was up 2.5% in the, in the fourth quarter. But savings actually dropped between Q3 and Q4. People continue to use the savings that they built up or, alternatively, the credit card balance or the the unused credit limit they have on their card to get there. There was a report in the Wall Street Journal early this week which showed for the big four, the four largest banks, so would that be Morgan, B of A, Morgan B of A, City Wells, um, those four banks would have have now bigger credit card balances on their balance sheet than they had in 2019. You had the big drop in 2020. People paid off paid off credit cards, as we said many times. All of those credit balances are now back, and a little more, as you'd expect, because with with rising prices. You're likely to have more charged on there than before to control, to borrow and pay for the same level of goods. Wages have risen to the point where perhaps as a share of your disposal personal income, your credit card payments haven't changed. I don't have that data at hand to share with you. But my point is this. The level of savings in this level of personal savings out there is now back below 4%. And it's continuing to decline. So it's interesting that you still have people reporting, you know, the vibe is getting better. Things are getting better out there. And people talking about, hey, we're going to a good vibe economy from a bad vibe economy. Whatever that, okay, what that means. And I think we used that in a clip. Maybe we used that clip last week now that I think of it. But that that comment, I think, picks up on why you're seeing folks get out over and over again to talk about, to talk about um, uh, the the talk about the GDP numbers and the personal income numbers from from yesterday. So if I go to the December, if I go to the December personal uh, personal consumption expenditure numbers. Again, PCE monthly yesterday, Friday, was confirmed to be at um, that uh, they're at two percent in the last month, just as they were for the last quarter. As you know, I don't. Here on the King Banyan Show, we frequently say you don't get to change the window of your moving average just to tell the story you want to tell. How many people are now p- producing? Six-month annualized averages, six-month trails this or six-month that. Yes, the last six months have been darn good. If you're if you're particularly if you're trying to forecast inflation, we now know that's true. But we were using year-ago numbers for quite some time, and you don't get to change the playing field just because you want to tell a different story now. 
on a year-over-year 2.6% on the on the headline number for PCE in that report on 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 Friday. On core year-over-year, remember you had the five, then you had the three seven. So the five and the three seven get averaged in. We're now at 2.9. It's below three. That's a good number. Interestingly, most of the most of the market is currently frozen regarding what the Fed's going to do. And you'll notice this is Fed this is Fed's quiet week, right? No Fed official could come out and talk this past week because they have a meeting on on Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Nobody expects they're going to change rates. Everyone's waiting for what Powell will say at the press conference. I'm sorry, I won't be here. It's vacation for me next week, so I'm actually not going to watch the press conference at all. Uh, and and frankly, I, this is pretty much two in a row that I didn't sit and stop go with a on on YouTube to start pulling clips on. This will be two in a row where I don't do that, and it's good for the soul. But it, it there will be some messaging that comes out next week. But the markets right now seem to be waiting for the Fed to tell it what to do with this data because there was no impact on Fed funds futures for any of the, the meeting next week, which is a foregone conclusion. But there was no action in the Fed funds futures market on the March contract or on, or on the May contract. They were all running. Of course, I had an April contract. Hang on. I have to check. No, on the May 1 contract. No action at all. People are simply waiting to hear what the Fed will do on Wednesday, and then there'll probably be some movement there. And, of course, next week you'll get an unemployment report. But the point here, the, the point here is the data have been good. People don't seem to be accepting it, and you can tell because you've got a lot of people out trying to talk about it. After the break, I'm going to play you some of Janet Yellen on Thursday the administration sent Janet Yellen to speak at the Economics Club of Chicago. She's the secretary. She's the Treasury Secretary. And she had a lot of comments about what was going on in the economy. We'll play those right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. There are no words to describe it. The isolation, the boredom, the loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Overcoming debt can be daunting. 
Whether your debt is manageable or has six zeros behind it, there's hope. Tune in to The Ramsey Show for a common-sense approach to breaking free from debt, building wealth, and enhancing your life. For decades, Dave has been helping people take control of their financial lives, one baby step at a time. So listen to The Ramsey Show. You may just hear a caller story similar to your own. Weekdays from 1 p.m. to 4 on The Biz 1440. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit MakeMeAFirefighter.org. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Could be on the list of the first songs that I listened to on the radio. It was very I was I was a small boy, but I do remember that song when it was playing on the radio. Uh six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, the number to call. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven here on the King Banging Show on the Biz fourteen forty. So as I teased it, we might as well get to it. Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, former Federal Reserve uh chair was it went to Chicago Thursday morning um, to and and the timing is such that you you had to know she knew the GDP report was coming out since it's her office that produces the GDP report um, she had to have some advanced knowledge of what was in there so even though it was under quarantine she probably got a peek um, the uh, <laughs> uh, and um, and uh, that was that's good. And so they want they clearly wanted her out to talk about the GDP report and the good news that the economy has. Let's play a little bit of this. This is uh, Janet Yellen at the uh, at the Economic Club of Chicago. Cut number seven. Though some forecasters thought a recession last year was inevitable. President Biden and I did not. Instead of contracting, the economy has continued to grow, driven by American workers and President Biden's economic strategy. So that's what I mean. So we didn't think it was. I'm willing to bet if I had done enough research, I probably could have found for you clips where she said a recession was more likely where they said in April, May of last year that a recession is more likely than not. Okay, I'm. I, we didn't think a recession was coming. Is, you know, we we knew we were doing the right thing. We knew that we were going to be able to stop a recession. Okay, um, it's you know it it reminds me of so many uh, no so many uh, interviews in sports. Well, I just knew I was going to get a fastball, and I was a, I was able to get the get the meat of the bat on it, and. Knock it out of the park. Yeah, come on. Come on. Okay. Um, not buying that one. Not buying that one at all. Um, so as these things normally go, they give a, they have a set of prepared remarks, and then she sits down and has an interview with somebody from somebody that's been uh, asked to be the moderator. Um, and I've seen these moderator things. I've done the moderation thing. I usually have a question or two, and there is some signaling that's done to say, here are the kinds of questions that the, the secretary or the president or, the, or the, the manager would be interested in answering. And so perhaps, she, perhaps the questioner drew off that for some of these comments. Uh, let's continue. This is Janet Yellen, Thursday, uh, cut number eight. The inflation report for the last quarter of the year, the core PCE price index, which is a measure the Fed focuses on very heavily, came in at 2% for the last quarter of the year. And um, the uh, broader index, including food and energy, came in even lower than that. 
Right. So she's so they they're going to make sure, and you're going to hear this. I'm telling you, you're going to hear the, nothing but this for pretty much all the month of February, um, unless they get a bad CPI report in the middle of next month. I expect all you're going to hear is, "Hey, we hit the inflation number. Hey, we didn't have a recession. Hey, we've got our soft landing." Um, I don't know. I even would call it a soft landing. What 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 landed? What exactly has landed? Has it inflation? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Let's continue. Cut number nine. At the same time that if you go back a year and you asked um, people what they thought uh, the economy, the labor market would be um, at this point, um, they thought a recession was all but inevitable. And clearly we haven't seen that. We continue to have a very strong labor market, although perhaps some of the pressures in the labor market are easing somewhat, but good, strong labor market. Right. And, and a good labor market, but still with participation in some groups, particularly the over 55 group, not exactly where you'd want it. Um, wage growth has been okay, but not great. In fact, I think she addresses this in the next clip, so I'm just going to play this. Cut 10, please. Now, the opposite is true. Wages are now increasing at a faster rate than inflation. People are getting ahead. They're seeing their fortunes improve. And I believe if inflation stays low, um, they'll begin to regain their confidence in the economy. And I, I think we're seeing that that's possible. So wages have, in fact, risen. Uh, weekly wages up 5.5% than a year earlier. So if CPI if CPI is running below four, if if PC is running below three, I'm real wages did go up. Now it doesn't account for what happened in the previous three years, where it probably where where it went down. We'll have to. I'll actually do a little math during the break so I can I can give you an answer to that. But I do think it may. I don't have time enough to figure that out for me myself right now. But. Wages have begun to did in fact grow in the not just in the fourth quarter but for the entire year. They grew at a rate above the rate that was out there in in the middle of out there uh, for for inflation. Pretty much no matter how you measure you, you 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 weight it. So why don't people believe it? Why don't they Why don't they accept that? Well, we'll have to think about that some more. Uh, after these messages, you are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. It is only the rest of your life. Are you prepared for it? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the risks that need to be overcome during your golden years. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a sustainable income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them now at 855-231-6010. Hey, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. Years ago, we coined a slogan, we're not salesmen, just great roofers. We were trying to set ourselves apart. The world is full of online quote-unquote referral services that sell your information leading to endless phone calls, pushy salesmen, extended car warranty robocalls, and the like. Here at the Kingdom Builders, when we say just great roofers, it means so much more than putting six nails in every shingle. It means more than just careful inspections and detailed material lists. To us, just great roofers means we genuinely care about the people we work for. I can say with confidence that if anyone on our team gets the opportunity to meet with you, they will take a genuine interest in not just your project, but you as a person. On a day-to-day -day basis, we share prayer requests from our customers and think and pray about what role the Lord might give us in blessing the people around us. If you'd like to find out more, look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. 
urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-320-7171. That's 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. You need to call the police and you need to call your father. And you need to get you and your son away from this guy. We're going to remove the trespasser. I want to fix it. That's why I want to my home and I just want to go. No, 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 no hon- honey. We don't need to call a realtor. We need to get the boyfriend out of the house and that's going to involve the police. You and your son are in danger. You have to get away from this guy. Listen, you are worth being okay. Direct, honest, helpful. The Ramsey Show, live on the Biz 1440. Weekdays 1 to 4. The Biz 1440. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.